0: Welcome to The Giving Room with Dave and David, where we encourage remarkable generosity, from amazing stories to -to easy-to-understand discussions about tools for giving that may just be right for you. I'm Dave. I'm David. And today we have an amazing guest. This is Jenna. Hello everybody. <laughs> Jenna, thank you so much for hanging out with yeah. us. Welcome to the Giving Room Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thanks thank for, you
1: for
2: having joining me. us.
0: Yeah, so we're so glad you're here. We're going to be talking today again stories of inspiration. Uh, how a gift makes a huge difference and uh, we're so excited to hear more of Jenna's story. Yeah, a lot of times unintended Like really good things, right?
1: Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. So we're just going to let you tell your story. So can tell us, you know, before the gift that you'll share about, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of where were you, what was going on in your life and then.
1: Yep. So um, back in 2020, my now ex-husband and I had decided to move back to Ohio so we could be closer with friends and family. And um, in that transition, decided to homeschool the kids because there was COVID and we didn't want to switch from one virtual school to another. Um, So I was, we were moving across the country from Arizona back to Ohio and uh, homeschooling the kids. And um, I was also uh, contemplating getting divorced. And so uh, it had been like 10 years of a really uh, difficult marriage. And um, like coming back was kind of a way where I could be with family and friends, like going through this, you know, really challenging season of my life. So Um, Moved back in October of 2020. And then, um, you know, just was kind of planning on what I needed to do to prepare for these this next season of my life. And um, I was actually in my bedroom folding laundry with my daughter at the time. And we were listening to The River. We always did. And um, donating was something I'd always wanted to do, but never actually took action in doing. So we're folding laundry and... She was like, mom, let's donate to the river. And I was like,
2: okay, like let's do (laughs) it. How old was your daughter?
1: Um, At the time, eight. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, (laughs) so we, so I donated and um, actually shortly after that, they said our names on the radio, which was really fun and, you know, said the little blurb. And so she got to hear that, which was really fun for her. And um, so that donation was made probably like the end of December of 2020 And then um, around the beginning of the year is when I started living with my mom and going through that divorce process. And that was really difficult. And um, it was, I think it was February 1st, then that I was sitting in my mom's basement and I got a call from a number that I did not know. And I usually don't answer them. Uh, cause I don't want to talk to and, you know, I'm just like, kind of, I'm homeschooling kids. I'm living with my mom. My mom, um, God bless her soul is like taking me and the kids in and, you know, she wasn't used to being around small children a lot. So <laughs> that was like its own thing and of itself. But, um, I get a call and it said, hi, this is John, one of the chaplains from the river radio station. We're calling our listeners today to see if you have any prayer requests. I was like, actually, I do. I'm going through a divorce. And would you please pray for me and my children? And so from me sharing that with him, um, he was able to ask me if I was looking for counseling. And I was. Um, I just hadn't found anyone yet. And he had mentioned um, the person that he had used when he went through his divorce, which was a male. And I had never had a male counselor before. So I was a little uneasy about that. So, um, it probably took me like a month, month and a half to reach out to that counselor and say, Hey, can we just like hop on the phone and see, um, if we would work well together, if you're someone that I would be interested in talking to, to work through this. And so I did. And, um, it was like a match made in heaven. I (laughs) felt so comfortable talking to him. And so I was able to find a counselor, a Christian counselor, through the recommendation of John to like help me through this difficult season of my life. And then um, also, John uh, was there offering to chat since he had been through something similar. So at that point in my life, I didn't really know a lot of divorced people, and so it's a very lonely place to be. And so when you meet someone else who's been through divorce um, for any reason, you become like instant best friends. I mean, this happened to me with multiple people. So um, through my counselor, though, I was introduced to a church because I was looking for somewhere to go. He recommended a church for me to go to that he goes to. And so I went there and um fell in love with it. And so I stayed there and through that I was connected to a small group of women who like really helped support me through this time and helped me through a couple of moves in the next few months of my life. Um, And then also was connected with another woman who was going through divorce. And again, like you just have a special bond with someone because it's not an easy thing to go through and it's not something anyone ever really wants to go through. Um, And so just meeting these people that I never would have, you know, not having had made that donation. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if, you know, they would have been put in my path.
0: Well, and, and you had a kind of a crazy cool thing happen to you when you were just visiting that church, right? Was it a kind of a, a story there? Um, if I remember correctly for single for, moms, for, right? Yeah. So
1: <laughs> for, I think it was the second time I had been to that church, it was Mother's Day. And that was really hard for me because it was my first Mother's Day, kind of like on my own. And right. no one really like, doing anything to Mm -hmm. celebrate me. And so um, I went in there and, you know, there was this beautiful speech given. And so when at the end she was like, well, we have, you know, something we want to give away to like a single mama. And I guess that's what I considered myself at the time. Um, And so I raised my hand and they ended up giving me like an hour gifting me an hour massage. And so of course I'm like bawling in church <laughs> because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't need like another human to take care of me. Like God is putting me in the right place for other people to take care of me. So it was it yeah. was pretty emotional and like snuck out for a little bit and someone at the church like just sat there and held me for a minute while I <laughs> cried. But it was just such like an amazing thing and a realization for me that I didn't need like a human to do it, but that just to trust God in this process and He would take care of me. That's that's awesome.
2: That's fantastic. And it started with your daughter, actually, it did, <laughs> which is fantastic it, too. Yeah. So your daughter suggests you give, you made the gift, and then the series of events um, ends up would you have changed your life, right? Like, it absolutely, changed, it changed
1: the, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm definitely, I have grown like. Uh, deeper in my faith with the Lord and trusting him. I went through some really difficult things that my ex and I did not agree upon. And um, that was me literally on my knees in my room every night surrendering like my life and my kids' lives to the Lord because I just knew that he's in control, not me. And so I just had to trust his plan, even if I didn't like it. (laughs) And I did not like it, but- um, you know, just and then by doing that, after that, I was able, you know, to talk about these difficult situations like without crying, with just this unthinkable peace like came over me, and you know, these things that were difficult for me to go through like didn't crumble me anymore because God gave me this.
2: Yeah, you peace. were sustained in it, and then you yeah. you started to understand what the piece that doesn't make sense, right? We, right. In the Bible, we hear it, a, it the peace that understanding, right? So, right. piece that doesn't make sense. And you got to live it.
1: I, I did. And I s- still do sometimes. I mean, every day I do because that piece is still there. And, you know, I, I pray cause I believe there's so much power in prayer. And ultimately like God is my children's father and he's going to use their lives for his purpose. And so just like trusting him to do that, even when I don't like the, mm-hmm. <laughs> some of the steps that are <laughs> going with it. So just like, you know, releasing that control over my life and my kids and surrendering it to God is, is I think the ultimate moment where he brought me that peace.
0: And even moving forward, right? So you've, you've, this, this started with this small gift, you know, your daughter prompts you, yep. you, you suddenly the snowball of things happens, right? You you find a church, you get counseling, you, you find a community of people that can support you, but um, but also through this journey, you've had to figure out how to support yourself. And yeah. you know, you've you've actually started a business venture, right? Yeah, and yes. uh, w- without going into details about that, though, yeah. one of the things I know you and I actually talked about, um, you know, off, off off air here was yeah. how you're you're really excited even how you can use your business to give back. Yes, and and want to hear like a little bit more about you know your thought process through that. And, yeah. and even now how from this initial gift to now guys, God blesses your business. You're using that to be a blessing.
1: Yeah. So um, a couple of share thons ago is when God started really speaking to me. And um, I wasn't, uh, when I first started giving, I was just giving a small amount every month. I had no job. I was, you know, basically living off of my mom. And so, you know, I was giving what I could at that time. And then, you know, once I started getting more support and had a job, I was like, okay, I want to give more. And one thing that I didn't really recognize growing up is there's a difference between tithing and um, offering. And so I, I don't know something like God put something in my heart to like, look at this. And so I started talking to my friend who I'd met at church, who was going through a divorce as well. And I was like, you know, I'm really feeling called to do this and it scares me to death to to do this. You know, 10%, mm-hmm. like I've never donated that much to anything in my life. And she's like, girl, you just need to do it. Like, you won't <laughs> even know it's gone. And she's like, it will be so good for you to do it. And, you know, I had that conversation with you, Dave, and it yeah. was scary um, to do that. But I think by overcoming that fear and putting all my trust in God that he's gonna provide, that I was able to do it, and so I started donating. Then, um, you know, ten percent of off the top of what I was, you know, g- getting, and um, so that felt really, really good to be able to do that because I wanted to give back to help other people in situations like myself or any situation where mm-hmm. someone is going through like a difficult or dark time in their life. Because I know how much I was helped by this radio station, so I wanted that to be other people's experiences and to be a part of that.
2: It's fantastic. And that, when you got to the point and you used 10% as a number, which is, you know, definitely what's in the Old Testament as a tithe perspective, it's, it, you, you probably found out, and you can tell me if I'm right, it, it wasn't as much as the amount as just getting yourself to do it, right? It's like, yeah, that was the scarier part. Like yeah. Committing to that amount. And then yeah. it's like, uh, but then you have a, you've experienced some of the promises that are, the Bible, like you haven't actually gone without, right? Like you right. No. what your and friend told you is like, you won't even so, miss it. Is that right. true?
1: Yeah. So true. And I guess kind of another thing to go off of your point is, um, you know, when I was, I was a stay at home mom for almost six years before, um, my ex-husband and I parted ways. And so I didn't have like money really to my name. So that's kind of, that's difficult when you're right. trying to make a change like this. Um, So God bless my mom for helping me there. But also, you know, I was able to get some money, but I just never feared not having enough ever. Like I, I just, I was like, okay, God, you're going to get me through this. And I've just never doubted that he wouldn't provide for me. And he has. And so I continue to believe that because it's a constant thing in my life, even now.
2: Yeah. Well, and he promises that, right? Yeah. This is like one of the things, like the only thing in the Bible where God actually (laughs) challenges us to test him, like, like do this and see if I'll come through for you. Um, And you say he did. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And
1: still he does. And, you know, there's risks I've taken where I'm like, okay, like this God, like, I feel like you're putting this in my heart, but I just trust that he's always going to provide
2: yeah. So sometimes there have been things that even on the generosity side, or whether it's to an organization or to a person, that like you thought, okay, this doesn't make any sense, but I feel like I got to do this. <laughs> okay.
1: So as you are saying that, I thought of the story. So I recently went to San Diego, and I got to meet um, and this amazing woman. She's you know, one of those like amazing Christian friends who's always leading you back to God through the, she went through very similar things in her divorce. And so we were in constant communication, but I had never met her. And when I went out to California, um, she actually drove like an hour and a half to come spend just the day with me. And she has a nonprofit that she operates to help women get back on their feet, whether they're Mm. a single mom or going through divorce. And she's opening her own yoga studio. Um, to help empower these women and to be able to give back. And she was telling me like, Oh, prices are so high in uh, California. How am I going to like get the floor done? And she's like, I just keep praying. And she's like, and then someone messaged me the next day and said, I would like to donate. And as soon as she said that, like this light went off in my head, like, okay, God, what do you have planned here? (laughs) And so I was like, okay, I think God wants me to give to her organization and Then God put a number in my mind and I was like, whoa, God, (laughs) what's going on here? Um, And so then I just prayed and I was like, God, give me a sign that this is what you want me to do. And I should have looked this up, but I have yet to go back and do it. But um, in being a part of the River Small Group, um, that day we were reading Romans 3 and I don't remember what it was. I'd have to go back and read it, but there was something in there and I just read it and I paused and I was like, okay let's do it. And so I, again, it was just like looking for that confirmation, like, okay, God, like this is scary to, you know, give this much. But then I did. And, you know, she called me crying and she was like, you have no idea like how many women's lives you're going to change by like donating this. And so it was just like a really beautiful thing when God puts stuff in my heart. It's, you know, it can be really easy to just not do it. Hmm. But I think the challenge and where we really grow in our faith with the Lord is doing what he asks of us, even when it's hard.
2: Yeah, I think sometimes it's easy when you feel that prompting. It's like the Holy Spirit's telling you something. You're like, no, nah, that, that can't be a thing. <laughs> <Yeah. know>? like, <laughs> right. like, yeah. It's not it's that's not a thing, especially when it's a crazy number, you know, and it's like.
0: But there's also a huge warning here. What's that, that I'm hearing? Um, and that is giving can be contagious.
2: Yeah. you have to it be. You have, you have to
0: be careful here because when you start, you may find yourself doing more. Mm-hmm. Um, when you know, and 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 not only that, but it's motivating. I, and I remember, you know, you, you we, we talked about how. Uh, yeah, you you mentioned uh, you know the matching gifts that we sometimes do in a radio yeah. fundraiser. Like, I want to give one of those someday. I do right, and yeah. And when you think about your it own business, because you've started your own business here, yeah. and then she's like, I want to be so successful that I can be like, I've got that match. Yeah. You're, you're like,
1: well, I think I told yeah. you I want to get. I was like, I'm giving ten thousand dollars, like in one check to this radio station someday. Like yeah. that is a goal of mine, and I've even had that even before starting my <laughs> business. But just like I want to be able to you know, have abundance so that I can give abundance to others.
0: That's fantastic. When you become part of something like this, you know, you think about the people that are being impacted now because of your gift through the chaplain ministry that you experienced through the river radio ministry. Now through this other uh, ministry, uh, the yoga studio and ministry to to moms and, and who are going through this, like, you're excited. You yeah. wanna do more, you wanna work harder, you wanna earn more, so you can give more. And it's it's just Absolutely. It's, it's so that's awesome. Yeah. Right. Well you it's- see that
2: that's like not just you thriving, right, and your kid it's like it's like really rippling out. What's Great. Um, and you didn't even know this, but we we talk all the time uh, in the context of the, the Giving Room Podcast about cheerful, spiritual, intentional giving. Right. And um, she's all of that. right? <laughs> so, so like, yeah. she's enjoyed it. That is the contagious part, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and spiritual, you, like, went back and prayed about it. Um, yeah. And I get sometimes you're like, God, really? I'm going to pray about this? Yeah. But mm-hmm. sometimes you're like, you know... I just need to make sure that um, this is a spiritual decision, Mm -hmm. you know, not a, you know, not a you decision, you know, so sometimes that's important and then intentional, like you've been super intentional about this and you even set a goal. That's very intentional. (laughs) Um, Well, another thing too,
1: speaking of the word intentional. So um, before I did have my donation set up on like auto pay and I actually was John who challenged me to think about that. Um, It's just, you know, to, now I don't have it on auto pay, and I faithfully donate. But what I do is before I hit that donate button and put in my amount, I pray about it, and I ask God to, you know, reach those people who need it the most to help, like through the this funds to, you know, put it out there to other people and to have their lives be changed too. So like I am being. I'm not just putting it on auto pay and just letting it happen. I mean, is I think fantastic. that there's definitely, that's definitely good, right? Cause you're still donating, but I think being intentional about thinking why about why you're doing it is even like a step further. Yeah.
2: yeah. And giving with prayer. Um, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> that's, like, that's like fantastic, you know, that's what I think we all, we, we all should learn, you know, well, and, your story. It's fantastic. But there's also
0: a journey there. Cause you I know? know for me, like I mostly give through auto pay because same <laughs> on you. <Dave>. I mean, <laughs> if I didn't get through auto pay, I would not be giving. Right. Right. So, um, it's, it, you know, there's some of us some just us, need a crutch. I get uh, it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now may, maybe someday I'll hope to get to where you're at, <laughs> where it now suddenly becomes a whole new level. Um, but yeah, like that is, that, that is, cause you started there Yeah. and then it became such a part of your life where you're like, I want, I want to feel this more. And I know yeah. I hear it a lot of time, especially with, with church tithing. There's just something about putting your check in the, Basket as it goes by, right. that, that idea, that intentionality, and I think too something you talked about. Well, at the very beginning was your daughter being part of this. Yeah, uh, I think too what that that prayer, that that aspect of intentionality, that planning that goes into it. Giving for many people is not a natural thing. No. It's something you have to learn. It's a skill that you have to develop. That you have to develop. And, and, and it, but also one that you should teach your children as well. And I'm sure we'll get more into that in yeah. the future. But uh, I love how much of all, all of that is yeah. going on in this story. Well, and just giving as a response, because you've seen actually,
2: you know, God provide for you mm-hmm. um, from in the worst of situations till, you know, till, till now. Yep. And some of the giving it sounds like is it's spiritual for you, but it's like worship for you is what yeah. I'm hearing. Like this is actually you responding to what God's done for you.
1: Exactly. Just a way that I can give back to help others. Um, and just even like I said before, if I can just help one person with my story, then then it's worth it to me to share it.
2: Well, now we may say this in like nearly every episode, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say it because it's like super important. Um, <laughs> so this is Paul again, right? right? So the giving is joining. So what, what the, the gal in, it was in San Diego? Or yeah. San Diego. What uh-huh. she said, she said, you're going to touch so many lives. And that's True. And then Paul actually said this in Philippians. He actually told the Philippian church when he was asking them to support his ministry. He told them, it wasn't that I actually need the gift, but you need to make the gift, right? It's not that I seek the gift, but I seek the profit, which is to your account. And he actually was saying, theologically, when you give to me, you are participating in all the lives that are changed through this work. Which means all the churches that were planted, and all the people that came from those churches. Like, it wasn't actually just what Paul was doing. It was like the whole thing. Uh, And it's the same thing. And I would actually... Say that that's going to pass to your daughter, too, because that's where this actually started. You know, so that first gift that all of this emanated from uh, was probably in her heart first, which is pretty sweet.
1: Yeah. So it's just and that's what I try to instill in my kids, too. Is like we want to we want to give back and help others. Less fortunate. I can't um, I can't think of one right off the top of my head. But I even remember back in Arizona, I always had like just such. A soft spot for homeless people because there's a lot. And so um, how Arizona is set up, like when you get off a highway, there's like four corners. And a lot of times like every corner would have someone there. And so with the kids, you know, we'd go to Costco and we'd get bottled water and snacks. And um, when we'd go to the dentist, we'd take the toothpaste and toothbrushes and not use them for ourselves, but put them in these like care packs and we'd hand them out to the homeless people, or you know, I just always made sure I had something to eat and water in my car to give to them because um, it gets pretty hot in Arizona in the summer. So you see these people yep. standing out in the blistering sun, and it's so sad. And um, so just you know, I'm trying to instill giving back and helping others. And I know there's s- several Bible verses that I would be reading my Bible in Arizona and I read this and it's about giving back to those who are less fortunate. And that's like what God wants us to do. And so I want to be able to like instill that in my children and then like lead by example.
2: Yeah. We're, we are his plan for reaching them. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I think sometimes we forget that, you yeah. know, we get really comfortable and um, you know, don't acknowledge that we're, we're
0: the solution, um, yep. you know, through the crisis working through us. Well, yeah this, this has been awesome I am so thankful that you had the time yeah. to come in and join us to yes, share a bit of you your story how, how God's provided how God's used you how you are now part of all of this stuff going on that's so cool and and so we're thrilled and also yeah well I was just gonna say
2: you know we say inspiring stories are part of what we do you know right Yeah, you know, we do all these things sometimes we're talking about theology and sometimes yep. we're talking about legal things and then a lot of times it's inspiration and you're actually gonna be tough to beat I think <laughs> like this is uh-huh. I don't know this is a pretty high yeah. bar but I appreciate yeah. you sharing I think yeah. um people are going to hear your story and it's going to be encouraging to them both yeah. when they're in a place where they don't think there's hope and realizing that there is. Yep. Uh, and then just really yep. what that encourages would be fantastic.
0: So thank you for joining us as well to be part of this. Uh, again, I'm Dave and David. And that's Jenna. (laughs) We're so (laughs) glad that you're part of this. Again, thank you for hanging out with us. For more information, uh, again, about the podcast, for more details, you can go to givingroompodcast.com. And again, don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening today. So appreciate you. And thanks. We'll look forward to seeing you uh, next time. The Giving Room Podcast is brought to you by Giving Design, LLC, where we help ministries and their donors utilize planned giving to change the world. Go to givingdesign.com to learn more. As always, a huge thank you to River Radio Ministries for sponsoring and producing this podcast. Go to riverradio.com to listen or learn more.